Welcome to the Punk Rock Preschool Podcast with your host, Mr. G. For those about to learn, we salute you. Hello, party people. Thank you for joining us today on the Punk Rock Preschool Podcast, where we are changing the world one classroom at a time. That classroom is your classroom. I'm your host, Jared Geller, Mr. G, and today we are pushing through challenges and going over how to encourage your students to take on any problem, stick with it, persist, and never give up. Our effort and our mindset are the only things that are in our total control, so let's set them to our most successful setting and dive into this episode on showing students how to push through and take on challenges. So you want your students to take on challenges, we all do, but you know, kids, they like instant gratification, so how can we explain to them, for preschoolers, you know, how can we explain to them that if you stick with the problem, if you work with this long enough, it's going to be worth it? Because they do like to see results, and not that they don't trust you and they don't want to take your word for it, but it's so much better if we can show rather than tell, as with everything. And, you know, in preschool, there's no studying. You either know a letter or you don't. And you need someone else that's there to teach you and remind you if you don't know that letter, just looking at it at same thing, writing letter E over and over and over again and looking at it over and over and over again, it doesn't do anything if you don't know that it's called E. You just know, oh, I know that letter, but the actual stuff that we need you to know, the letter and the sound, we need somebody there to help with. You can't just study it because you can't read yet. So it's a bit of a difficult thing in preschool, especially because there's so much memorization with letters and numbers and colors and shapes, uppercase, lowercase sounds. You know, you have so many things to memorize. And they're all just, you, you got to know it. Um, so how can we demonstrate to kids that if you work hard and you stick with a problem, you will get it? Because like I said, it, it can mean a lot, long time of waiting in preschool. But we can help them see that they, there are results if they put the effort in. And even more than see it, you can help them feel it. And when they feel that growth and they feel you know, putting in that effort and how the more effort they put in, the more growth they're going to get, then, you know, it may not always be comfortable. Growth isn't always comfortable, but it's always worth it. So help students push through challenges by showing them, showing them the rewards, showing them why it's worth it. In this episode, we're going over some really simple strategies to help kids experience that growth and that hard work. And grit is, you know, grit is the biggest indicator of success that, that we can see. If we can put grit and resilience and we can instill those in our students and hard work and perseverance, teaching that energy and persistence can conquer anything, then any any situation, any disadvantage can be overcome. And next week, I'm actually having an uh, awesome dude coming on the podcast, Chris Hines. He's going to tell you his story and, I mean, super inspiring story of just how with the right mindset and with hard work and with determination, you can overcome anything. And these are the kinds of ideas. Grit. Crit is, Chris is a resilient, gritty Dude, he is, I mean, he is going to be successful 100%. He is going to be a name that you're going to hear in the future. And you'll you'll hear him next week. But he is, I mean, his story is all about having a positive mindset, having the right mindset, and pushing through and following your dreams. And that's also what your classroom is about as well. Now let's get into our mindset shift, which is the old mindset is we're telling our students that, hey, guys, if you take on challenges, it's going to be worth it. You know, seek out challenges, take them on, that's how you grow. We tell them that. New mindset, show my students how taking on challenges is worth it. Don't just tell them, yeah, it's gonna be worth it. You guys, come on, push through. I know it's hard right now, but you'll be happy you did later on. 
don't just tell them show them show them how it's going to benefit them show them how learning these things how it's worth it to take on challenges that they can put this investment of their time and their effort and their energy into what you're teaching right now because give them an example on how it is going to pay off and why this is you know necessary is because show don't tell that's what we talk about all the time show don't tell a much better way to teach so how do we show students that hard work pays off how do we make that long-term process immediate enough for them to see the results instantly that's what we get into right now in the strategies strategy number one the brain balloon what's the brain balloon well it's just a balloon get a balloon and what i would do is i'd start the year with this and i would say when i was teaching how to sit crisscross applesauce i would say when we're sitting crisscross applesauce picture this brain this balloon is your brain and it's a little i had a pink balloon and i would say so when you're sitting crisscross applesauce and i blow the balloon up a little bit i'd say and you're sitting with your eyes on the teacher and i blow it up a little more and your ears are listening and I blow it up a little more, and your hands are in your lap, and I blow it up a little more until the balloon was full, and I said, this is what happens to your brain. It grows, and it grows, and it grows, and it gets super big. But what if you're sitting on the floor like this, and I'll start rolling around the floor, and then I'll let some air out. And then I'll say, well, and what if your eyes are looking at the ceiling, and I'll look around at the ceiling, and I'll let some more air out. And, you know, it's making a little fart noise the whole time, so the kids are cracking up, and so they're enjoying it. They're totally invested in it, but they're seeing right there, it's like, I mean... They're not seeing it within themselves, but they see a visual representation. It's a really fun visual where work hard. Trust me on this. When you sit this way, obviously just not sitting that way is going to help you. But when you do this all year, this is what's going to happen to your brain. And then as you go through the year and as your students start learning, you can pull out the balloon again and say, look at everybody's brain. This is how big it is right now because you're doing such a great job and blow it all the way up and say, did you know that? Feel your brains. Everybody feel your brains. Does it feel big? Do you feel it growing? That was another thing that I would do too at the end of the day. When everyone was leaving, I would touch everybody's brain and say, oh, that's a big brain. I would touch everyone's head. Oh, that's a big brain. That's a big brain. Oh, man, this brain grew today. And so that was another thing where students were saying, oh, you know, they'd touch their own heads and be like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I think, I, think, I think you're right, Mr. G. I think my brain did grow today. And so, again, you worked hard in school today. Yeah, of course your brain grew. It doesn't actually need to be the, you know, you can't actually physically feel their brain growing, but still, it's the idea there. Same thing with the brain balloon. It's that they see that when they do these things, they work hard, they stick with the problem. They, you know, keep their attention on whoever's speaking on car at carpet time, which is what the example was that I used with the crisscross applesauce. Their brain is going to grow and they can see that result because you made it visual for them. So you show, you know, show, don't tell. Strategy number two is a do your best class culture. And if you listen to episode three, which is about growth mindset, how to build a growth mindset class culture, we talk a lot about different cultural callbacks, which you have behavior callbacks where you might say class, class, yes, yes. And then that, try, that you know, that gets everybody's attention and focus back on whatever you're doing. And there, you know, there's plenty of other ones. I'm not going to go into them. But I also think we need a cultural callback where kids don't even need to do the callback to you. It's just a phrase that calls them back to what the culture in the classroom is, which is for me, it was always do your best. That was the only thing that I cared about was do your best. If my students were doing their absolute best and they were trying as hard as they could, whether they got the answer or not, whether they were, you know, totally on point or totally off the mark, you know, it really didn't matter as long as they were doing their best and they were trying and I was seeing them try to push themselves to grow. That's all that mattered to me. And they, and that was communicated all the time because effort and doing your best, that's the only thing within your control. So if you head to punkrockpreschool.com slash 017, you can get our freebie, which is 10 different cultural callbacks, things like do your best, try, 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 never give up. Little slogans, little phrases that you can just say, and it gets your students back to being refocused on 
whatever it is that you want the culture in your class to be centered around effort. So a do your best class culture, that's another big way to help students take on challenges because it's not about if they get the challenge or not. It's not about um, if they succeed and get all the answers right or whatever it is. It's about doing your best. And that's something that they can totally do that, that's within their control. There's no reason to ever shy away from that or to say, oh, I'm scared of that I'll fail or scared, you know, there is no failure. It's just do your best. So strategy number two, do your best class culture. Strategy number three, exercise. So a, a thing that I would always like to do is eights with markers. And I would take these little tiny markers and I would start lifting weights and I would act like they were super heavy and the kids would laugh. And I would say, are my muscles growing if I'm lifting these, these little markers? And they would say, no, no, of course not, Mr. Jane. So what do I have to do to make my muscles grow? If I want my muscles to grow, like we have to lift something heavier. So, you know, they see how silly it looks when you don't challenge yourself. You know, I'm sitting there lifting these little tiny expo markers and they're saying, wow, that's really silly. And I'm saying, yeah, it is silly when you don't challenge yourself. So what should I be doing? I should be lifting something that's actually going to make me grow my muscles, something that's going to challenge me. And it might be hard. It might be difficult to do. It might, it might, my arms start, might, might start shaking, but it's a challenge. And that's how you're going to grow. And you're not fooling anyone when you don't challenge yourself. So I wasn't fooling anybody when I was lifting those little markers. I wasn't fooling anyone when I was, you know, saying, oh, I'm growing my muscles. I'm working out. Look at me, guys. I'm really challenging myself. I just looked silly. And everyone could see that, you know, I'm selling myself short. And I should be taking on more challenges. And you explain that, that that's what it looks when you don't challenge yourself, when you don't do the best you can, when you sell yourself short. Not sell yourself short. It's a little dramatic. But, you know, it does look silly. It looks as silly as me trying to lift markers and saying, you know, I'm trying to grow my muscles. No, you have to challenge yourself to grow your muscles. And that's a really visual example. And it's also like, hey, like I said, it's silly if you don't challenge yourself. Strategy number four, yoga and meditation. So stretching, feeling that growth, feeling that burn, you see the results right away. You feel it right away. You can, I mean, it's noticeable. You know, you tell kids, ah, you know, they, they feel, they feel, and you say, you tell them what it is. You, you don't say, oh, that hurts. Guys, that hurts. You know, it's a bad thing. You say, no, that's your muscles stretching that's your muscles growing and they're not going to grow if you just you know you could feel the difference as you straighten your leg you could feel them tightening and stretching and it's like well the tight this the straighter you make your leg or the further you try to bend down and touch your toes the more you're going to feel that burn the more you're going to feel because you're pushing yourself and challenging yourself more don't challenge yourself to the point where you get hurt don't ever do that it's another good example to use with the yoga stuff to illustrate that but you do it if you want to grow it's not going to happen until you start feeling that burn, until you start feeling that stretch. And it's a good thing. Same thing with meditation. You can see those results right away. Breathing. Start taking some really deep breaths. See, I actually probably needed that one. I've been going 100 miles an hour on this podcast. Um, yeah, take that deep breath and look at that. I felt results right away. I felt a nice calmness just from taking that one breath. Maybe I should take another one. Let's take another one together. Yeah, you feel the results, and it's noticeable, and it happens right away. And the longer you do it, you'll see, wow, I'm really starting to feel calm now. I'm really starting to feel the results because I'm putting in the work. And you tell kids, hey, let's sit here and breathe for five minutes. They're going to be like, you know, I'd rather be playing. I'd rather be doing this. You know, their attention span might be running wild. But once you actually sit there and do it, it's like, wow, I'm glad that we sat here and we breathed for five minutes. I mean, I'm glad that I just took those two. Strategy number five, spatial puzzles, which I've talked about these puzzles before as well in a different podcast, and I'll link them in the show notes. Puzzles like IQ Fit, puzzles like Penguins on Ice, uh, 
Tetrisy kind of puzzles. They all have the same feel where you've got like a limited amount of space and you have to move pieces around like Tetris pieces or whatever to try and fill that space. And it's one of those things where it's like almost like a Rubik's Cube is the same kind of idea where you get close and you're just like, oh, I'm so close. I'm so close. I got to keep trying. I got to keep going. And you end up spending all this time on these puzzles because you feel like you're so close. Now for little kids, this is perfect because I've had, I had students that would spend the entire centers at these puzzles because they're just trying to figure it out. They're so close and they don't want to give up because they can feel how close they are. And you know, when they ask for help, it's like I tell them, you know, if I do the puzzle, if I solve the puzzle for them, it takes me a couple tries. I don't get it right away. And I just explain, hey, guys, look, you have to try different things. Don't give up. That's the whole point. You don't give up. You'll never solve it if you give up. And I never even had that problem. Students would never give up because they were so captivated by these awesome puzzles, which, like I said, I'll leave them in the show notes. Highly recommend getting them for your classroom because they are one of the few things that teach kids that when you stick with the problem, and they're interesting enough for them to stick with the problem for a long time and to show them that when they do it, they will solve the puzzle, they will solve the problem, and they will make progress and growth and, you know, achieve something, accomplish something. And that's a really, again, visual way, showing, not telling, to say, you stick with something, you're going to be able to do it. And these puzzles, they got like five or six pieces, so there's only so many combinations. They're going to get it eventually. And when they do, it's like, I knew you were going to get it, you know? I told you you were going to get it because you worked hard and you didn't give up, and that's how it goes. And then they feel such pride in their hard work and you can imagine that that really reinforces the idea like they're going to keep going out and working hard and pushing through things because the payoff is so worth it so some changes you can expect to see are students are going to start pushing through challenges they're going to take on challenges and they're going to be sticking with these problems and not giving up until they solve them and it's going to allow you to teach really advanced cool stuff in your classroom because kids have that sustained focus that sustained attention and they are just Ready to, ready to take on challenges. They're ready to challenge themselves and grow and grow and grow. So actionable next steps. Talk about, like I said, flexibility, exercise. Do the brain balloon. Just use those strategies. Get those puzzles. Um, and just talk about hard work with your class and why hard work is so important. And if you don't have a growth mindset class culture already, you know, download our freebie, the, the 10 cultural callbacks. See if any of those work for you and work for your style. And use those cultural callbacks in class to help your students remember that the focus is on trying and effort and pushing through and not giving up. And it's not about if you actually, you know, take on that challenge and, and accomplish it. It's about, you know, building the habits, building the routines, working hard, and eventually one day you will. Uh, I think Aristotle said that excellence, yeah, it was Aristotle. He said, excellence is not an act, but a habit. So the major takeaway is what to do. Help your students take on challenges. And why? Because it's all about comfort versus growth. It's can't grow if you're comfortable. So, you you know, growth is uncomfortable, but that doesn't mean it's a bad thing. It actually means it's a great thing because it means you're pushing yourself, challenging yourself, becoming better, doing things that you didn't think you could do before. And the good things in life, they're always worth fighting for, always worth dealing with the adversity because you have you have the, the power to overcome any of it with the hard work, and you have that total total control over that in your life. You have total control over your mindset and your effort. And let's teach that to our students because... No matter what situations they run into, they can they can overcome them. And Ben Franklin, he said, energy and persistence conquer all things. Energy and persistence. So hard work, never giving up, and basically finding your passion. And that's, as you know, that's what Punk Rock Preschool is all about. So how do we do this? Show, don't tell, as I said. 
work hard and you'll see good things eventually or help them help kids feel that the feel the working in action you know with the stretching and and with the uh, meditation so they can see it in action you know in the moment or with the brain balloon and then you know you're going to see the results are going to be awesome i mean you're going to be able to teach whatever challenging material because you know kids will want to learn it because it's a challenge they love challenges and that's how you approach it and so it frees you up to just teach so much where your kids are encouraged, they're self-motivated, and they, they just want to figure things out. And even if it may not make sense at first to them, they know that if they work hard and they stick with it and they do their best, they're going to get it eventually. And once those values are ingrained, they're going to work hard and push through anything. It's going to be incredible. Thank you for listening, and I hope you are one step closer to making the classroom of your dreams come true. Please follow us on social media. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and our email list. And to receive that freebie, the cultural callbacks, go to punkrockpreschool.com slash 017. Download the freebie right now. And you know, leave us ratings, comments, thoughts below. If there's anything you want me to discuss on future episodes, please reach out. Let's work together to change the world one classroom at a time. Until next time, keep rocking.